Okay. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the second installation of the Okanagan Guitar Festival's uh, concert series. Um, we're here at Crew Studios, joined by Here and Now Productions to uh, help us put this on to you guys all at home instead of having to come here and <clears throat> infect each other. <clears throat> so I just like to hope you guys check out our websites, uh, the okanaganguitar.com and vancouverguitar.org for any upcoming stuff that we have going on, which we have things occasionally despite these strange times we find ourselves in. I'm gonna start off tonight playing some music by Manuel Ponce. I'm just gonna play a prelude that he wrote for a suite back in 1938, I think it was. Around this time, it was a really popular thing for classical musicians to rediscover old works by forgotten masters who are, you know, just these works that like nobody had really heard before. And um, Segovia, who was of course Ponce's patron and got him to write basically everything that he wrote for guitar, uh, couldn't find anything himself that constituted itself as an old piece by an old master that would be rediscovered. So he decided to employ Ponce to write something in the style of an old master and pass it off as such. And he succeeded. He managed to, to play this thing quite a few times uh, throughout his career. There's even video on YouTube of him playing for a French program in the 1950s where some of the pieces from this suite are listed as Alessandro Scarlatti instead of Manuel Ponce. So it's, 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 it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, here's a prelude. <laughs>
going to assume you're all applauding. <clears throat> so I'm going to slow it down a little bit now that I've played one song because I really don't have a ton of time to really do this roller coaster ride that I would like to do. I'm going to start by playing a piece by an American composer named Frederick Hand. This was only written, I think, a couple of years ago. Um, and it's called uh, Elegy for a King, and it's a, a, an elegy to Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, I think given the time period that he wrote this in, it's probably pretty reasonable to say that he was probably writing this in uh, response to the, the Black Lives Matter protests and uh, anti-police protests that are happening all over the states and have been happening all over the states for a number of years right now. And I hope that I don't politicize myself too much here and think that maybe we can just try to remember this in, in the light of a man who really just wanted to stand for justice and was silenced in the most unjust way possible by being assassinated as he was. So play this this elegy for Martin Luther King and then I'll lighten things up and play some Giuliani for a little bit.
Now we into the part of the program where I introduce you to something that you might not like. Um, the next piece comes to us from a Lithuanian composer. It was written in 1990, so it's not terribly old. Um, the piece is called the Sonata of Loneliness. Now that's a translation, of course, from a Lithuanian word that I can't pronounce. Um, and for any of you who've ever translated something in your lives know, translation is far from science. It's really much more of an art, especially when you're dealing with words like loneliness that really are not concrete. We're not talking about a chair. It's not the sonata of a dinner set or something like this. So I, I looked into what this word could mean if it weren't loneliness. And some of the words that caught my eye were things like solitude and isolation. Um, and so all these, all these things have a, a sort of, I think, common thread in them to me that's sort of like this idea of disconnection. And disconnection is a thing that I think a lot of people feel, especially right now, obviously, given that we, uh, we are suggested to not leave our homes. But it's, it's been a thing that um, thinkers in the West have sort of commented on, I think, for several centuries now. And a lot of the reason that they seem to think that it's, it's coming up so much is because of um, the, the heightened sense of individualism that, that we feel today and the uh, rapid pace of technological advance. And of course, these things aren't, aren't bad, right? We want, we want to be individuals. We want to be able to express ourselves. We also want to have nice things like uh, studios that I can perform in while we have a pandemic going on so you can actually enjoy a concert from the comfort of your own home. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but with that, of course, there are costs. It's not just a nice linear line of progress where things just get better and better and better. There are trade-offs that, uh, that exist with, with every, everything that we do. And I think this, this loss of, 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 well, I guess it, it can be described as a loss of community. It can be one of them. And I think that this piece sort of describes a lot of the kind of alienation and frustration and ultimately despair that we can feel. Uh, yeah. Enjoy.
Thank you. 
And now, for any of you who are still with us, here's your reward. I'm gonna play some South American music. Specifically, a couple of pieces by one of my favorite composers, uh, Hathor Villalobos. Um, a bunch of you probably already know tons about him, probably more than me, some of you. Um, I'm gonna play his first prelude, the very famous Ode to the Brazilian Rainforests, and then uh, his infamous Choro number one. And that'll be all. That will be the end of it. So again, thank you for coming. And please stick around for David Sosa, who will play you even more South American music and probably better than me since he is actually from South America.
Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Stick around.